COVID-19 got us in quarantine. It's 10 a.m. We've tried everything. You got us stressed, but we'll try our best to help you deal with COVID-19. All right. Welcome to the podcast, the Quarantini Podcast. Uh, we're doing a little bit of uh, an extra version today. Um, I want to know if you know the phrase rage quit. No. To what it means to rage quit something. Oh, no, but we didn't say hi, I'm Mark. Oh, I'm Mark. I'm Kristen. Do you know this phrase? You, uh, rage quit. Is that like what it means to rage quit? When you're enraged with something and then you quit because of it. Yeah, so it's typically a phrase that is used in gaming. Like, you get so angry that you end up quitting. Okay, I could see that. Uh, that's typically where you'll see it. Uh, I know uh, Brian and Luke would know that uh, that's something I sometimes did when we would <laughs> watch sporting events uh-huh. in college. I used to do that. I didn't do I've never really done it on video games because, or not that I can remember, Although my brother might have something to say about that about when I was like nine years old. Uh, but I would do that sometimes, you know, we're watching college sports or something. Every so often I'll, I'll do it with, um, with the Bears games. Okay. Yep. You've seen me like oh, storm yeah. off because I was upset about what was going on. I'll yeah. shut the game off at halftime. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I've never done it with? What? Watching golf. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. I love watching golf. You know, know that I love that. I know. And I know that it bugs you. It just it, it just more mystifies me. Really? Yeah. Like okay. multiple things about that, that you could sit for four hours. Yeah. I could never sit for four hours and watch something. And also, it's just seemingly the most boring sport to watch. Yeah, I and I get how you would think that. Just for me, I, it's something I enjoy. Oh, uh, well, it's good. I think because I am kind of a quasi, I play the game like a little bit. I I play and know just enough to know how impressive all these things that these guys are doing really are. Got it. Um, So that's, I think, why I enjoy it. Okay. So today I was really excited because golf came back. I know. I saw it on the calendar. You put it on a shared calendar. I put it on the calendar. Golf on TV. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to watch golf and... I I'm uh, I actually uh, subscribe to NBC Sports Gold, which is um, just a subscription service. Uh, you can so I love golf so much that I actually want to watch the Thursday and Friday golf. Right. To yes. be able to watch it, so I subscribe to that so that I can get the early rounds, especially in the um, in the major tournaments. And you and I have been to. Uh, big yeah. tournaments yeah. in the Chicagoland area. Um, so today it was a skins game between Dustin Johnson uh, and Rory McIlroy, who went against uh, Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. So I was thrilled. So I'm watching. And the first few holes, it's fun to watch. Um, these guys are just driving the ball like crazy. Uh, they're all carrying their own bags. They're wearing shorts. Uh, you know, just look like a bunch of guys out, you know, on their Sunday afternoon round. Um, there's no fans there. There's very limited uh, press there. In fact, I think there were only two guys from NBC actually on site. 
Mike Tirico, who has done commentary for, I think, all kinds of sports. He was actually kind of running the whole thing from his home in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was kind of doing um, kind of the play-by-play. Around the ninth hole, mm-hmm. after Tirico had done a... He had done a Skype interview with Bill Murray. Fun. Which you got the sense it was the first time Bill Murray had ever used Skype. Oh, okay. Um, After that, they decided to bring on President Trump. Mm. And I had to rage quit. Yeah. I was done. Um, Did you listen to any of it? I I immediately was done. And I, I was really upset because... I'd already sent in, so one of the things, this was called driving relief was the hashtag going around. So I already sent in my donation. And then all I could think was, I sent in my donation and now the person who was largely responsible for the pandemic in this country is now coming on to lie about it. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. I'm so glad NBC made this choice. Yeah. So you ever notice um, some weeks uh, NFL teams will wear pink? Yes. And sometimes baseball teams will do that too. Correct. Can you imagine if during those weeks Uh they brought on the disease cancer Uh to be interviewed? It'd be kind of a downer. That's what happened today. Yeah. NBC said, let's bring on the guy who created this problem. And I say that because we now know that the president was informed in January by his intelligence officials hey, this is going to be a huge problem, and they couldn't get him to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And I have all of this in the show notes. If you want to fact check me, please do, okay? But we didn't even have cases in this country, we think, until late January. So if you had taken it seriously then, we wouldn't have had all these deaths. All of this is on his shoulders, and NBC said, yeah, let's bring that guy in and let's talk to him. Yeah, I wonder what that was about. I, I can't I, imagine I, I, the thought behind that. I, I couldn't believe it. Making so, something political. Right. right. It, it was... That didn't have to be political in the least. And the thing is, in previous administrations, something like that wouldn't have been political. But this president, every time he gets in front of a microphone, is like, oh, I'm going to use this as a campaign rally, which is right. uh, apparently what he did. So this is where I had to... Rage quit. Yeah. And I kind of told you what had happened. And you were like, are, are, you, are you putting on your shoes to go out for a run? <laughs> I was like, I got to go. I, I've got all this ad- adrenaline in me. But I was three beers deep by that point. I know. Because it was whole nine. So I was already like, oh, this is great. I'm watching golf on a Sunday afternoon. I'm going to have some beers. I had to run. Yeah. And, and how'd that run go? Great, actually. Good. I was moving, uh, but I needed all those miles to, um, to get all of that out. Now, one last thing. Uh, a couple of things, actually. Number one, I might be done with NBC Sports Gold. Yes. They actually have extended my subscription because there hasn't been any sports on right. the last few months. So I will say they've been good about that. They've not been charging me anything for these months. Okay. Uh, at the same time, if they're going to make bad decisions like this, I just can't support them. Right. And it's we've been thinking about cutting the cord with cable. Correct. Yes, we have. So this would be like another thing where maybe we just need to be done with NBC as a whole. Okay. Because we're we're getting much of our stuff through other streaming services as it is now. I can't think of anything I watch on NBC. 
Yeah, uh, me either. Yeah. Um, I used to. Yeah. Um, but now the shows that I would watch are already um, bingeable on other platforms. Right. Um, and I'm, I might be boycotting TaylorMade too because they were the ones that were kind of um, doing this whole thing today. Now, the last word though, I think... Tarico got in during this interview. Who's that? So Mike Tarico was the one doing the interview with Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So Trump, I think we know, lies, cheats, and steals whenever he can. But it turns out he does that on the golf course too. Okay. And this was somewhat brought to light today. So Trump kind of ended his remarks with, yeah, I had a good time playing with you, playing golf with you. Okay. And Tarico said... Yeah, you uh, put it to kick-in distance a few times. Mm. Which, on the surface, you read that as, okay, so he was able to put his approach shot close to the hole to kick it in. Where it was like a gimme. Yeah, Yeah, where it was a gimme. Look at you with the golf terms. I like it. Well, as it turns out, when uh, Tariko and Trump played, uh, Tariko, who's... uh, Pretty decent golfer, not crazy good, but pretty decent. They were on a par five, and he was going for the green in two shots. Okay. You understand what that means? Going for the green yeah, in two he, shots? Yeah, he was trying to make the green in two shots, yeah. which would be... From the tee, two shots before he got to the green. Uh, he would get on the green in two shots. Oh, okay. On a par five, getting a green in regulation would mean that you can get it in three shots. Getting okay. it in two shots is kind of an impressive feat. Well, Tarico hits a three-wood, uh, three I believe, from 230 yards, and immediately he knows this is, gr- this is a good shot. Okay. And his caddy said, oh, my God, like as soon as he hit it. And it was like going directly at the flag. It was going right close to the pin. Tarico's high-fiving his caddies, all excited. They get up there. The ball's nowhere near the pin. Uh-oh. It was 50 feet left of the pin, and it was in the bunker. And unless it, like, hit something and ricocheted, there was no way it could have ended up there. And what they say here is unless it hit a drone, there's no way it could have ended up there. Okay. So Trump walks up to Tariko and says, up, oh, lousy break. So Tariko, he's like, you know, he's kind of stunned. He ends up taking a seven on the par five, which is a double bogey. So Trump's caddy comes up to Tariko later and says, hey, you know that shot you hit on the par five? It was about 10 feet from the hole. He, he had a 10-foot eagle putt. Uh-huh. But Trump took it and threw it in the bunker. Wow. I watched him do oh, it. Oh, my gosh. This is the guy who's running the country. Well, and maybe more so, like, doesn't he have something more important to be doing today than calling into a golf show? You would think. Yeah. You would think. But this is where we're at. So, again, if you would like to try and get this fool to be held accountable, please, please, please vote and donate for senators in, in some of these uh, states like, uh, like Maine, like Colorado, like Arizona, where they've got some chances to help flip the Senate. Um, Susan Collins said another stupid thing today. She's the senator out of Maine. Please go and uh, donate uh, to Sarah Gideon, who's uh, who's actually potentially leading her in the polls now. 
Mark Keller out of uh, Arizona, and then Andrew Romanoff and John Hickenlooper in Colorado are vying for the uh, Democratic nomination in Colorado. Mm, okay. Well, I finished Joe Biden's book today. All right, let's hear it. Um, and I liked it. It was a quick read, a little, a few over 200 pages. Um, it kind of alternated between the story of the year uh, between his son, Bo Biden's diagnosis with some really fancy term for brain cancer um, and his passing. And so interspersed between that, um, Joe talks about his life as vice president, um, going to a zillion different countries and um, clocking a million miles in the air and all this foreign policy stuff. So I kind of glazed over some of that foreign <laughs> policy stuff because that's not really why I was reading it, nor am I super interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really, really heartfelt book and kind of gave me an insight to what his life is like. Um, certainly, I would imagine you, but certainly I'm going to vote for him if he right. ends up mm-hmm. being the Democratic candidate. Um, and so, yeah, it gave me some some background and I, I, I appreciated that. And then this evening, uh, we kind of sat down as a family and watched a whole slew of virtual things. We watched Marin's virtual piano recital. Mm -hmm. We watched, uh, Nolan decided to try out for high school cheerleading. Mm -hmm. So he and I worked for a good portion of the evening, um, perfecting or working on the tryout cheers. And so we, he had to record that and send it in. So we watched that. Um, He didn't watch it with us, but nonetheless, we... He, you know, that premiered. Um, and then I had spent the last couple of weeks putting together a baby picture montage video for all the eighth graders right. at Nolan School. And so we sat down and watched that, which was really fun. And I, I was so happy to see how much he was enjoying seeing that because mm-hmm. he was kind of with me during the stages, helping me in, in little bits and pieces. Um, but he really was like laughing and like, oh my God, I bet that's so-and-so. Um, and then the final thing that we watched was the um, President Obama's graduation speech right. from last night's hour long. I don't know what channel it was. on. I think it was on actually almost all the channels, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't get to see it. Um and it was only like an eight minute long thing. And I had seen on Twitter, like all sorts of people posting like kindergarten kid in his cap and gown posing by the TV, like I'm graduating and President Obama spoke at my graduation and That's cool. college kids and whatever, whatever. Um, and it was a really good speech. And he did kind of get a couple um, kind of implicit digs in to the current administration. Um, but at the end, he said, I have three pieces of advice. And the first one was... Of course, after we watched it, I quizzed the kids, you know, and then we had to rewatch it because they hadn't really picked up on it. The first one was, don't be afraid. Uh, we will get through this stronger and we will get through this together. Uh, the second one was, do what you think is right, not what's easy or fun. Ground yourself in values that last. And then he rattled off a whole list of values that last, like honesty and generosity and responsibility. You will make mistakes, but if you listen to the truth inside yourself, people will notice and you'll be part of the solution. That's kind of cut, copied and pasted together. Um, and then the last one was to build a community, you know, that all good things happen within a community. And so to kind of build your own. And it was very optimistic and hopeful. 
um, and just empowering, I think, to the next generation, which is kind of a nice balance for the experience that you had today mm-hmm. uh, with the current president, you know, just that the past president, I think, gives so much hope to people right. that um, a lot of people are missing that. So yeah. it was nice. It's nice to see the Obamas back kind of in spotlight a little right. bit here and there because they had kind of faded away. I'm sure they wanted to live their own lives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have them back and working on the Obama Foundation and the library that will be erected on the south side of Chicago. And so all that stuff's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Got anything else? Mm-mm. All right. Have a great Sunday night or Monday morning. Mm-hmm.